1: When you Angie that, download the free Angie mobile app today or visit angie.com that's angi.com
2: I um, pulled my hamstring today learning the WAP dance and I am not proud of that
3: Roll the intro music) <laughs> <laughs> Ready?
2: Yep, let's go home. Hi guys, welcome back to Wild Till Nine, our weekly podcast. I have a moose on my lap currently. Um, special guest tonight. Yeah, special guest moose. Um, so if there are some uh, non-human-like sounding sounds, it's probably Jeremy, but if not Jeremy, it is Moose, our mini bull terrier.
3: Uh, yeah, and for those of you that don't watch the video, he is a handsome, well-trained <laughs> stud. Um, that's it.
2: Yeah, that's all. That's all you need to know, honestly. Um, and uh he's very cute. So if you're listening to the audio portion, um, go follow him on Instagram or something or maybe just go like look at his face, you can visualize him being very cute during the podcast. Um, okay, anyways, hi. <laughs> we are back. Welcome to episode five. Oh my god, we're doing it. Fuck. I know, I know, I know.
3: I got a little feedback that um there's a little swearing in this podcast.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: And uh that's gonna continue.
2: I know, I think I've broken the hearts of a few 12 year olds who no longer feel like I'm appropriate to watch. And um, I wanna say that I'm sorry, but I, I'm not, I'm just not. You know what, I was family friendly for so long that it is time now to release this side of me to the world because it's been in hiding.
3: We're still family friendly. It's just family friendly after a glass or two of wine.
2: And a little little, 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 few little fuck bombs, you know. It's, um, I don't know. Um, Onto the content. So this is a great time to stop, drop, roll, rate the podcast, subscribe, and download on your podcast streaming platform of choice.
3: Really, it's doing quite well so far, and I'd love for it to continue to do well. And
2: we're surprised, honestly. I am <laughs> like...
3: shocked. And if you, but a question: if you're on YouTube, can mm-hmm. you can you um, comment below what podcast player? you use because we're trying to figure out, is it Apple? Is it it's, Spotify? It's for science,
2: so just let us know yeah. if you listen to podcasts elsewhere outside of YouTube um, since YouTube, I guess, is the only place they can leave a comment.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, like Apple, you can do your rating review. Right, right, and I'm sure right, there's right. like random ones that you can. Yeah,
2: yeah, like, okay, anyway. Um, babe, I have a question for you. Uh,
3: okay, before you ask that question, last episode <laughs> was me getting fucking railroaded the entire time.
2: Okay, graphic. So um, okay, but you know what? Episode three was me getting roasted for the last quarter. So I feel as if we're even. What's the question? Um, you can break this down in either a ratio or a percentage is fine. Um, okay. Or if you wanna list them all out, that's also acceptable. Okay. Um, But I'm curious to know how many times, what is the percentage, the ratio, the breakdown of how many times you have been broken up with versus being the breakup e, like the receiver of the news that they don't want to be with you anymore.
3: Mm. Um, um. For the longest time, my memory obviously lapsed in my favor, and I thought that like, oh, I haven't been broken up with. I've always been the breaking up with. Uh-huh. And then I was thinking about this question, and and when we kind of like talked about the shit a little bit earlier, I've definitely been broken up
2: with. How did they do it? Not uh-huh. not that I I have any plans or am asking. How did they poorly. do it?
3: <laughs> they did it poorly. They handled it poorly. <laughs> no, um, it was all very, um, it's all childish shit. You know what I mean? The problem is that when you're young, you don't know how to cut shit off.
2: Well, how old were you?
3: Um, like what's young here? It, uh, well, the youngest was uh, seventh or eighth grade, my very first girlfriend.
2: Oh, but that's like, you can have your friend go tell them, you can throw them a paper plane with I, like-
3: I did this thing where I didn't really date like actually date, whatever girls. I was like, oh, you didn't want to be
2: locked down in grade seven.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just it's too much baggage. Um, no, I I didn't date many girls at my at my school. So it was. Oh, we
2: liked the we liked the exotic kids from the other schools.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was like the Catholic school from the next neighborhood yeah, exactly. over. Okay. Yeah. Um. And so I don't know if it was like a text or call. It was definitely not in person. And what's funny is
2: that's scary for a grade seven. Or
3: no, what's fucked up is that the 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 person that I think my first girlfriend left me for okay. in like seventh or eighth grade,
2: mm-hmm.
3: my second girlfriend also, I think, left me for that same guy.
2: That same guy? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So, he, must've been, he must've been putting down them good peck kisses. I think his name was
3: Joey. I don't know his last name. And if I did, I would wow. say it. But fuck you, Joey.
2: Wow, I wonder what Joey's doing now. Oh my God, just give me like a few details of his life and I'll track him down.
3: Uh, we'll follow up with that.
2: Okay. Wait, so you didn't into the question though. What's the ratio? Like what's the percentage? Um, I think
3: five to one.
2: Five to one. You've been the breaker upper.
3: Yes. Break uh-huh. up. Yeah.
2: Interesting. Do you have a technique? Like, um, do you have like a go-to method?
3: No, I don't like it. But as someone who doesn't mind saying things that are abrasive,
2: rude, um kind of out of the blue, okay. harsh. Uh,
3: all rude. <laughs> I'm not good at least I wasn't very good at um, communicating that in a way that wasn't either to this is how I feel and this is how I'm going to feel tomorrow and uh, that's the end of this. Or on the other side of like, yeah, I mean like, it's like, I mean, I'm still having fun, but you know, like I wasn't ever to really be able to like, like find that, that center. And I think the next time I break with, up with somebody, I'm gonna nail it.
2: Okay, so that, That that implies that um we're not gonna be together forever. Okay, we of course gonna be together forever. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Five to one. That's like pretty good. That's like you have been the heartbreaker. Not that there's not obviously like heartbreak involved when you break up with someone. Like that is totally not what I'm implying at all. But I mean, it is nice. Not nice, but can the perspective could be that it is a luxury to be the one who kind of makes the call.
3: Yeah. I guess. I mean, it, it, before high school, although it seems like the world's ending, the world kept spinning. But yeah, uh, yeah. it's a, it's a sad four hours.
2: It uh, four hours. Wow, you dealt with that shit quick.
3: Okay, it's a sad couple. <laughs> well, you get over it. Here we are.
2: <laughs> Here we are. Here are, you okay, did survive. Same question. Okay. Um, I am. I am. Uh, I have been the break up er one hundred percent of the time.
3: Wow. Yeah.
2: I mean, there was there was one time where it was mutual ish, mm-hmm. but it was my initiation of expressing breakup uh <laughs> crumbs.
3: Eloquent. Um <laughs> Yeah, I uh I could see that. But who would break up with you, babe?
2: Who would break up with me? Better not be fucking you.
3: I would never. <laughs> You'd kill me.
2: I would I would probably kill you. No, no, I wouldn't kill you. I mean, I don't know, I don't know.
3: Um, Okay, that was a a nice question. Thank you for that. Uh, My question is post breakup. Okay. When is it okay for you, either the person that broke up with someone or got broken up with, Mm -hmm. when is it okay for you to hook up with the next person? What's the time duration that needs to pass?
2: Oh God. I mean, I feel like you can look at this a few different ways because like, okay, there's the black and white perspective. It's like, okay, you just broke up with me. I am now officially single as of 10 minutes ago when you dropped that bomb on me or whatever. You know what I mean? It's like, you can look at it that way and being like, I can officially go dig around with whoever I want right now because I am not... I am not in a committed, loyal uh, relationship. So I think there's like that perspective. So I'm not judging anyone if they literally turn around from being broken up with or break up with someone and go sleep with someone else. I also think that like if someone, if I was in a relationship and someone was gonna cheat on me, I would feel better about getting broken up with and then them immediately leaving my house and going straight to their bedroom. Like I would feel better about that morally I think if, I was in that black and white area of like being broken up with or not.
3: What's the fastest turnaround that you've personally witnessed? <laughs> and by witness? Witnessed or
2: been a part of? Participated. Um, 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 probably a week. Okay. A week.
3: Do you feel good about that answer?
2: Like, do I feel good about the doing of the action or do I feel good about my the truthfulness to my answer?
3: Uh, the latter.
2: You know what? It was probably within like a five to 10 day window, I think.
3: Like a like business days?
2: Yeah. Five to 10 business days. I was back in, uh, back in action. <laughs> got it.
3: Okay. Got it. Um, What's the longest? A week?
2: Five to 10 business days. Okay. Got it. Yeah, so it's all, yeah. it's all about the, it's, it's all about, it's, a, got it. but I mean, we've talked about this in other podcasts is that like when I break up with someone, I have probably stayed in the relationship longer than I should have to begin with. Right. And I have really like. It's kind of like beating a dead horse, like after the relationship I know is dead. It takes me a while to accept, not, I mean, we talked about this before, but like accept the failure of that relationship and like moving on. So I've probably already overextended myself in that relationship. So once I hit that like black and white switch of like, okay, are we together or not? I'm like, I'm a free bitch y'all and uh, go do my thing.
3: Got it. Okay.
2: I would love to hear um, that question on your end because I have a, I have a, uh, um, a little, a little. Uh,
3: do you want me to answer the question, or do you just want to allude to the answer?
2: Yeah, answer the question. Yeah.
3: Minutes, hours.
2: Minutes. No, no. Hours. minutes. Hours.
3: Hours. Huh? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. And but I will say, uh, <laughs> unless like I'm forgetting one. Yeah. I don't think any of them were like a. Uh, okay, I broke up, I'm coming over. It was, uh, the deed has been done. And I was like, oh, I feel bad about myself and sad. Let me go try and replace this in some unhealthy manner. Oh, that's Boom. healthy. I said unhealthy manner. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. No, 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 we've all been there. We've all yeah. been there. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Um. I have so many more questions for the girl perspective on this though. Uh, okay. Okay, so speaking of, uh, of, of duration and time. Okay. When is it okay for you, or when I say you, for you or People that are like you or whomever, yeah, yeah, whomever, to fuck a boyfriend or girlfriend of a friend.
2: Oh my god! Oh my well, god! X, oh my god! Yeah. Um. I mean, my gut reaction is never because okay. that shit is girl code. Um. But uh, I think it depends on how close you are to that friend. If it's like an actual friend, the answer is never. Like, fucking never. Like, you don't do that. That makes you a shitty person and you should not do that. No, because you would have had to do something bad to get in love. You don't just fall in love with someone being like, oh my God, Grace Sweatpant Ween, I love you. I mean, that's how it works for me, but not for everyone else, you know? Okay. Got it. So it's like, you don't just fall in love with someone out of nowhere. Like, something has to happen. You had to have betrayed a friendship okay. for that to happen. So with it's
3: a- not that I disagree here. I'm just.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I get it, I get it. Uh, so with a friend, never, never okay, not okay. If a friend does that to you, cut them, cut them because that is not a true friend.
3: Not physically.
2: No, oh yeah, no, not, no, no, just mean like cut them out of your life, right. like like snip them out of your, yeah, yeah right. okay. Uh, but then I think, um, I mean, I think it's tricky. There's definitely gray area here when it's like an acquaintance. I mean, I think it depends, again, like what your relationship is with the acquaintance, when you might have met that person in relation to the mutual friend. I don't know, see things get fuzzy here because I think that I'd have to have like a specific scenario to be like, okay, this is how much time I think needs to pass before you can sleep with them. But I think uh, proceed with caution no matter what and go with your gut because if it feels wrong, um, it might be. Okay. It might not. I don't know. I don't know. I've never been in that scenario where I'm like treading lightly or walking on eggshells because it's a friend's friend or something, or a friend's ex even. Right. Um, so I don't know. Why what's the male perspective on that?
3: Well, I don't know if it's I, I I'm not gonna speak for all males here, but from from my perspective right. specifically, I don't think it's that complicated really. I think it's very much a should you do it? No. The only time and reason you should do it is not a a time and a duration or a this or that it's, is this act that you're about to commit with this girl or guy worth losing that friend forever?
2: For sure, yeah, And if right. you can
3: answer that, I don't care, whatever. Wait, then that's you, actually
2: great advice though, because that, that, that right. helps define the fuzzy gray area. Totally, I because
3: think. if you are not willing to potentially.
2: But per- here's the thing though, is that, sorry, not to cut you off, but I, I had a little light bulb moment. Um, if, I just feel like some people are blinded by dick. You know what I mean? So and this is a, this is the female this is the straight female perspective. Um and there are so many other combinations of this perspective, but I mean like if there's a girl who's so in love with a dude, like, or the idea of the dude, they probably don't even know the guy that well, but they're so in love with the idea of like hooking up with a friend's ex. And in that moment, they're like, yeah, like, I mean, we haven't talked in like six months, like it's fine, whatever, like, I don't don't even think we're that close. And then they go and do that. And then it doesn't work out. And then they can't rekindle that friendship. And they're like, ah, damn, like I should not have done that. So it's it's tough. It's it's not that
3: tough because you did the act and someone is hurt. That's, there goes that friendship. That person has every right not to trust you again.
2: Absolutely, totally agree. Okay, so that I mean, maybe I, I guess that's that's good advice. That is good advice. What do you think? Like? I think I just overcomplicate things. You? I overcomplicate things. No. And like, I just like, I I just I'm so scared of hurting everyone's feelings.
3: You are. You are.
2: <laughs> I'm so scared. Yeah, but that's sweet. Yeah, just it complicates things.
3: It does, but also like I think friendships, and obviously it's your style of friends, and yeah. like you know your your pal, but like you need to be able to be honest about what's going on in life in all aspects and this included.
2: Absolutely, I mean, friendships are relationships. They truly are like, obviously like you're not fucking or maybe you are fucking, I don't know. But like the communication needs to be there for it to be a strong relationship, just like generally speaking. Um, I feel like there was something that happened in my friend group and we had like the most honest, open conversation and everyone was just like thriving on like the level of communication that we were like, working with and everyone was putting into the friendship.
3: What an incredibly ambiguous story.
2: Uh, you know what? I don't even remember what it was about. Like it wasn't even anything like it was I think it was it was literally someone over something within the friend group. But no, yeah, we just, everyone communicated so well. And I feel like that is just like, I'm 27 now, and it's like, oh, hell yeah, by like 27, we finally fucking figured out how to talk to each other and like be honest and open and communicate, like, congratulations. Like I can
3: assure you in five years, we're gonna look back and go, I knew nothing I at 27. I
2: know, well, I look at 22 five years ago and I'm like, you were a literal child who knew three things.
3: I if you asked Jeremy at twenty two mm-hmm. how much he knew, yeah. he thought he knew more then than I think I ever will know in my lifetime. Right. Right. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 Your your brain gets uh uh smaller, I think, as you get older because you're like, this is what I actually know.
3: So not switching gears a ton, but going on to the friendship thing, can you, from your perspective or have you been able to be friends with an ex?
2: I get this question in my DMs every goddamn day (laughs) pertaining to just my last relationship. Um, So it's been a fun question that just like gave me a little, like a little PTSD I feel like okay uh, when you ask that. Anyways, uh, I think in the past generally, Um, actually no, I don't know. I I thought I had an answer for that that from my perspective, but it's, it's kind of been all over the place in like different, in different situations. The first boyfriend that I ever broke up with deleted me off Facebook before I even got home from driving home from his house. And I only lived 10 minutes away. Like it was an immediate thing.
3: (laughs) Right. And I assume that, that Facebook wasn't as big as it is now. So like.
2: No, no, no! Like he probably had to click through like sixteen things to, right. uh, to, to yeah, to uh, take us out of a relationship on Facebook and then delete me and then block me. Were you
3: removed from his top eight on MySpace too, or?
2: I mean, we were past MySpace, but I definitely would have been booted from the top eight on MySpace. Nineties babies right now are like MySpace toy. Talk-
3: be well gen z is (laughs) like
2: oh tom from myspace anyways um and then my next relationship i definitely became friends with them after time had passed um i think i initially had never had an experience where i'd been friends with an ex so like i didn't i didn't really initiate it because like i didn't really consider that like the norm or anything and I feel like when you break up, you don't always know how emotions kind of like simmer after a year has passed, if they're like totally over it, if there's still resentment there. Like you don't really know if you're not in communication. Like how would you know? Right. And so we ended up, I forget what, Something, something traumatic in their family happened and I reached out just to like make sure they were okay after it happened and it like rekindled the friendship and was totally platonic and friendly and just like genuinely happy for each other. And that was like a super, super healthy like ex friendship. We didn't like hang out or anything, but like it was just like we would text each other once every other month, like after I'd moved to LA, they'd be like, "Oh, like how are you doing? Like, how has it been out there? Like, oh, I heard there's like hell of fires. Like, are you okay? Like stuff like that." It was more just like well-being checkups, um, because we'd spent so much time together and just like a, such a big part of each other's lives. And then um, later on, I think my last relationship was just like the most, what's the word? Um, it sounds like somersault, t- t- tumultu- tumultuous, t- tumultuous. Yeah, that's the one. I knew it had the right meaning. Um, can you define that for me really quick and say it one more time so I can say it again.
3: Tumultuous. It's tumultuous. Not summer salt.
2: Yeah, but it's like it's like like rocky, like chaotic, right? Okay. Yeah. Is that right? Sure. Tumultuous. Right. Tumultuous. Um, please let me know if you learned a new word today. If you've never used the word tumultuous. Or if we're fucking the
3: definition of that up. <laughs>
2: Yeah, right. Or if our definition is just totally wrong. I mean, that breakup was definitely the most tumultuous. And um, I don't know, some shit went down at the end that was a little more unexpected. So I think there was like, on top of already being so emotional from like breaking up from a long-term relationship and relationships just like get more and more serious as you get older. And I feel like that's just a natural path. Right. Um, But it was not only the most emotional, but then we had some like other shit go down on top of that that was like unexpected. And so you're dealing with that as well. So I feel like there was just like emotions plus more emotions and then a little more emotions and then a little sprinkle of more emotions on top of that. So I think that there was a tougher situation to handle. And then we also had so many mutual friends. And so like some of our friends felt like children of divorce at the beginning, because it was just like, not that you have to choose a side, but it just naturally you hang out with one person more than the other. And um. They had to be a child of divorce for a little bit. But I think, um, I think because of the industry that we are both in, um, it was a mature decision on both of our parts to make nice and be friendly and make it not awkward for mutual friends or even you to hang out with said ex. And, um, it's been, I don't want to say forced, um, but it it was the right thing to do, and I feel like it was very mature on both of our parts to be like, okay, for the sake of everyone else involved, including ourselves, this is something that we should work towards. It's like being friendly.
3: I don't think either of you were that mature in the beginning, but yeah, it blossomed.
2: Absolutely, the fuck not.
3: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I think you were.
2: uh... That's that's why I said tumultuous. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: don't know if that that word means all the things that you think it means, but yeah, it definitely.
2: Okay, well now okay, well um
3: we don't need to look up the def-
2: define tumultuous. Tumultuous means. Oh confused
0: noise. Uproarious.
2: I tried to move Siri next to the microphone so you could catch it. Okay, so making a loud, confused uproarious, excited, confused, disorderly. I would say disorderly. <laughs> yeah, like one of those. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Confusion, disorderly. Uh yeah. Anyway, anyway, maybe that's not the right word, but yeah. there were lots of things that happened, lots of a uh, roller coaster of things and oh, I don't
3: know. You're making it more dramatic than it was. It was just some emotions, some shit got out of hand, it got back into hand and then we are all friends again.
2: Hell yeah. That was a see I'm overcomplicating. I'm overcomplicating. No. Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, I'm overcomplicating and now I'm I, sweating. I
3: appreciate your honesty.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so I mean, from your perspective and your past relationships, um, just give me that question back. Like what like what's what what's been your experience?
3: Can you be friends the next? Yeah. Um uh, it, it's a hundred percent situational. I agree. And I have, if I've learned anything, and it might just be me, it's not about, I think I think I used to think that, oh, it was a bad breakup, we can never be friends, or oh, like things didn't work out, we can never be friends, it, or like whatever, whatever that entails. I don't think it's really much about the breakup, because time will fix that. It's not about who you were in the relationship, it's who you both become after the relationship, which really defines whether or not that's healthy.
2: That's some deep shit right there.
3: Yeah, these um middle of, of the week after a workday podcast. Yeah. complete different side. Bit
2: different. Yeah,
3: you want me to answer like a dickhead? Like,
2: I mean, that was like so deep. I was like, oh man, yeah, that was good. But it's
3: true. Like, I um, I mean, if I've dated ten people, which I don't think I have, like maybe eight, seven. I don't know. If I've dated ten, there are half of them that I would enjoy getting a coffee with, mm-hmm. and there's another half that. I would either not be interested in, or would prefer never drink caffeine again.
2: <laughs> you would choose never drinking caffeine, yeah. again than seeing them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think I have anyone that I would go that intense with. Like that's that's, and maybe that's because I was always the breakup er, and I feel. I mean, do you think? Do you think it's less? Do you think it hurts less to breathe? Be the breakup er versus the breakup e.
3: In the beginning, but then later on, I feel like you think about how like you could. I don't know. It depends.
2: It depends. Yeah. What's a uh, what's your? What, oh my god! I am just I I hate myself. What's your breakup routine? Like it's like a morning routine from like 2015 YouTube videos. It's like I wake up and I turn off my alarm and then play Candy Crush.
3: I, um, I, like after being broken up with.
2: Yeah. What's your what's your breakup routine? So we know um you go and fuck someone ten seconds later. Okay. That's number one on the list. Okay. And then.
3: Um, I immediately hyper focus on all the things that that person didn't like about me that obviously oh. was like an insecurity. Yeah. And I spend 10 times more energy and effort on mm. addressing those things. Like, like just the amount of like times that I'll just like get in hella good shape, start like, right. like reading more. Are people this, body doing that. shaming
2: you, babe?
3: No. No, no, no. But just like everything is just like, I'm going to be a better version of myself. But right. like, I think there are some people that when like shit, hits the fan, they go into like, oh no mode. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's like they recoil. Yeah. And there's some people who are like, I'm going to go up the deep end and do just like, like crazy shit. And there's some people that are like, I'm going to like focus on me. And
2: I like, mean, the breakup bod, everyone right. knows about the breakup bod, like that's so common where someone you like. You got
3: my breakup bod. Oh, hell yeah. It's just been.
2: Um, you know what? Jeremy and I worked out with a trainer today for the very first time. Um, Honestly, I hurt more from... The wop dance and I do that workout because I have been more consistent with my quarantine workouts. Uh Jeremy I haven't touched
3: a fucking weight in a year and a half.
2: I, I genuinely thought that you were going down. Like I, your face was so I've never seen a face look so red and so pale in other places at the same time. I was genuinely concerned for your heart health.
3: I mean, I was good for the first like forty minutes, but then I had yeah. a fucking wall. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Anyway, so <laughs> back to my exes. Uh, no, like, there are definitely some that like it, everything's cool and there's just ones that are not. And like, I don't see that changing, but it's not because of anything that's happened in the past. It's just like the person that I am today and the person that they are, mm-hmm. they wouldn't be friends.
1: Today's episode is brought to you by Angie.
2: When do you feel like you are the most emotional because I feel like there's like such this stereotype that when a girl gets broken up with, they cry and cry and eat chocolate, and all their friends come over, and like the movies have like painted this picture, right? And then after like a week has gone by, they just thrive. And then on the flip side, again, like this is what so this is what the media has like painted and portrayed is that guys like go out and they hook up with all these girls and they party, and then they realize that they're that they are not better off without the girl, and they miss them, and they. Want them back, and they're a simp for the girl, and then they get really, really sad afterwards. Right? Is that does that is that a line? Does does uh the media's portrayal of a, a straight male's breakup pertain to you as a straight male?
3: Uh, I mean, once again, circumstantial, because some of the relationships I got out of, I was like, wow.
2: Did suck.
3: Um,
2: <laughs> so sorry to those women. Yeah,
3: yeah. No, I mean, whatever. Um, I think it was more along the lines of like after a bad experience with someone else that mm. like highlights things, or when uh, things just aren't going well. And ooh, this is what it is. When things aren't going well, or there's something that happens, and your brain thinks to share whatever happened with the person that you always shared things with, oh, but like they're in yeah. like they're in the "oh can't talk to them" category, you either there's two there's two things that happen. You don't send that text. You're sad because you can't share it with them. You try to like redirect that, mm-hmm. or two, you send that text, and then you have all the consequences that go with that.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. And that that opens up a, a the, new can of worms. I was words. thinking about
3: you two. Yeah, um, I told you not to talk to me or silence.
2: Yeah, yeah, oh, radio silence, right? And uh, you know that's a that's a range of pain that yeah. any of those responses can um, deliver. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, I feel, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I feel, I mean, overall, I think it's situational, no matter what the relationship is. Yeah.
3: I just don't think that there's a one size fits all.
2: No, absolutely. At all. That's literally anything in every topic that we'll ever talk about is that right. there's not a one size fits all. And we want to make that very, very clear.
3: Except for our love. It is One size fits. That doesn't even make
2: no, sense. No, 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 That makes no fucking yeah, sense. Yeah.
3: This is a hot topic because people have very, very descending views on this thing. Okay. Can you, as a as a woman,
2: uh-huh.
3: or as a guy, uh-huh. be friends with someone the opposite sex or same sex uh-huh. that you were attracted to?
2: Ooh. And I'm not saying you're attracted
3: to that friend. I'm saying like you as a guy who's straight would be attracted to a girl. Oh, or I as see. A, I see. Or I as see. like two gay men, yep. or as two gay women, right? right? Can you like be friends? Or any gender, right? right? right Can right. you be friends with the other side and not have that come into play?
2: I mean, okay. So again, speaking only from my perspective, I personally have succeeded at many male platonic friendships. And I think that I have sometimes sensed that on the guy's side, that if I opened that door and let there be more, that they might take the opportunity.
3: Oddly cocky of you.
2: But- I mean, just in my 27 years of life, you know what I mean? Like it it has happened before where I feel like if I had given the green light, they might have taken the opportunity. And maybe not, maybe I'm totally reading everything wrong and I'm a cocky fuck, like maybe, I have no idea, but my my spidey senses uh. when i could sense the spidey senses in the room of like sexual tension mm-hmm. radiating off their body a little bit i was like ooh don't like this this is weird and i would just like make sure to like sit on couches not near them you know i mean like, <laughs> i'm over complicating everything oh my god this is my special power over complicating everything but no i definitely do think it's possible i think um it it again situational I feel like that's how I'm getting out of every question right now Uh (laughs) saying situational Um, but I think when my spidey senses did tingle I just chose to ignore them and I was like ignorance is bliss this friendship is great but I mean sometimes there have been guys who have done things for me in a friendship that are like above and beyond that
3: so not only were your lovers generous (laughs) your potential (laughs) lovers were
2: also generous my potential lovers I'm I feel cornered and sweaty.
3: <laughs> no wrong answers here. Just ones that hurt my feelings.
2: Right. Okay. Well, you know, suck it up. Um, Again, I think that I have had some situations where, again, spotty senses, tangling in a friendship where a guy would like do something really nice for me, like really, really thoughtful and nice. And... I mean like I have a lot of guy friends. I feel like I almost am more comfortable hanging out with dudes than I am girls sometimes aside from like my close, close girlfriends. I feel like I can just hang with the bros okay. and, um yeah. I don't know. So I guess my advice is ignore the sexual tension. Um, ignorance is bliss.
3: I, I don't think I've ever disagreed or thought an answer from <laughs> so, you on this podcast was <laughs> such bullshit.
2: I mean, OK, but like, here's the thing is that I feel like there is a level of like malice that could go with this because I do know girls. Who, what? No, it's good. I just feel like that I do know girls who have used like their sexual tension power to like seduce like quote unquote guy friends and are doing so much for them. And I've like witnessed that and been like, oh, my God, like that's like, why are you gross? Like, why are you doing that? Like the poor guy. I think the situations that I've seen that I'm like, ooh, this is toxic is that it's not reciprocated the effort and they're just using the person that they know is not in love with them, but interested. And they're like, oh, this one extra errand could be the thing that makes them fall in love with me. And then we can be together forever.
3: I don't think anyone is is that intentional about like going above and beyond with little things to like win them over. I think that those feelings are just there and they'll just continue doing it and hopefully not get hurt.
2: Oh, that's so sad though. Yeah,
3: what's sad is that you are like, oh, I'll just ignore that and not communicate that. That's sad.
2: What do you mean?
3: I mean, I obviously you can't go around and be like, hey, I noticed that you were super nice to me. I just want to talk about whether or not that was platonic. Like obviously you can't- That's so awkward. No, no, that's oh my saying. God, I just shriveled up and
2: died thinking about being like, hey, so that really nice thing for you today. I just want to say that it was like really nice, but like maybe don't do that again if it has like the wrong I was intentions. Kidding.
3: My point is, <laughs> I, I would be a little more um, uh, indirect in terms of just like, I would probably want to talk about who if they were interested in anybody. And no, but here. I
2: totally do that too. But then I, I feel like that can be used as a segue to gauge someone else's reaction on how the person that they're interested in is talking about. No, I don't know. Well, you overthink I the know. fuck out I of this I know, thing. I know, oh my I God. Mean, I feel like I I just like being in my mind is very stressful.
3: I think that um, <laughs> guys are really, really bad at turning their penis off sometimes, right? like bad.
2: So are you saying that my spidey senses were tingling were right?
3: I think any man that is in the presence of you long enough would be foolish not to be interested.
2: I just want everyone to know that jeremy is if you're not if you're not watching the video portion of this the component is just beating the most bullshit look of his life no but like i mean
3: here's the thing <laughs> i think that that um and i guess, i feel like i just like shit on guys this entire podcast but like i i know a lot of guy friends that are first in line uh-huh. to fuck up that friendship for the chance to like
2: hook up with hook the girl the girl yeah. but here's
3: i guess here's and this is just from my experience and my friends a lot of them, although they would be down, I would say, it's not to say that they're actively interested, but I will say the, I think the driving factor for a lot of that for guys yeah. is not that like, oh, I'm interested in hooking up with her. I want to hook up with her. I'd like to be with her sexually mm-hmm. or, and, or even that I want a relationship with her. I think it's a, when a situation becomes something bigger or the opportunity for a situation to become something bigger mm-hmm. and that like scratches the itch of like feeling wanted or like, oh, I'm good enough for them on multiple levels that's just like uh, oh, green light. It's not like a, ooh, but should I think about this? Maybe I shouldn't do this. It's just like a, oh, hell yeah, why not? We'll think about the repercussions of that tomorrow.
2: Yeah, see, my overcomplicated brain would never just dive into something like that, I don't think, without thinking about it for at least three weeks. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Got it. Okay, so the, the, the follow-up question to that is, have you ever had a friend or friends that you're friends with both of them and you're hanging out, everything's cool, and you find out later they've been hooking up?
2: Yes. Yes, and, yes, I have, and
3: not told anybody about it.
2: Yeah, but you know what? I I feel as if I can play devil's advocate because I, if I were to be in that position, you wouldn't want to mess with the dynamic of the friendship. You know what I mean? So I have had a group of friends, and um, who are all these
3: friends you can't be honest
2: with? What What do you mean can't be honest with? They weren't honest with me because they were fucking. What do you mean? Okay. I was on the outside of this one. Got it. <laughs> but we had a, we had just like a big big friend group and there was there was a lot of us. There was like 10 to 15 of us that could hang out in groups of whatever at any time. And two of the people were hooking up, not I mean, dating. out of
3: out of 15, two of them are always hooking up.
2: I mean, there was like there was like a core group and there was right. like, yeah, but um it, they kept it a secret for so long and actually lied about it when someone um addressed it. And it was like, they didn't like put them on blast or anything in like front of everyone, but I think it came up somehow and someone mentioned it and they ended up lying about it. It was like in a one-on-one conversation, right. I was not there. But um, yeah, but I think they were just scared to mess with the dynamic of the friendship, which I, I, I truly do understand both sides because they don't wanna be treated differently. They don't wanna make anyone else awkward and they don't want the dynamic to change. I think especially if like they're not planning on dating or they don't know where it's going or just like doing whatever, right? It's like, they don't want to risk Messing up the friendship, especially if things might go back to normal. And I mean, quote, unquote, normal. Like, do things ever go back to normal after you fuck someone? Like, I don't know. But
3: like. Depends on the person. Depends on the person. Yeah. Uh, of
2: course. But yeah, they uh, they hooked up and then um, lied about it. And then one person end up with uh, loose lips than the other and confirmed it. And that's the end of that story.
3: <laughs> got it, got it, got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I think it's weird. but I, I and, and maybe it's just because, like, the type of guys that I... Like, acclimate towards okay, the blunt honesty is part of the relationship,
2: right? I mean, to be friends with you, you have to be able to, like, a dish honesty and be take honesty. I just like,
3: I'm fine with having if I never have a new friend ever again in my life, like, I've got such a core group of people that I already know and love, like, Moose I'm and good. I, yeah, you and you and Moose, yeah, but like, I just don't, I and I get not everyone's like this, and and they. I think it's rude to not sugarcoat things or just ask what you're thinking. Right. And I'm not saying to like get people's business. And obviously, if they're keeping it a secret, it's their secret. Mm-hmm. But if the secret's impacting the rest of the group and you want to maintain friendships, then you might want to be a little more communicative about
2: that. I just feel like people are scared, though. Like they they're are. scared that the outcome is going to be worse than whatever the present is of not saying anything. Yeah, I get it. And again, I haven't been in this situation, but I feel like playing devil's advocate. Like it's it's risky. It's risky because if things are okay in that current moment, they're like, why would we risk messing this up?
3: Definitely. I get that. Yeah. Okay. So have you, um, not necessarily on the boyfriend side, right? Like, uh, or an ex-boyfriend, have you been able to hook up with someone mm-hmm. and then become friends and just hang out in a platonic sense afterwards?
2: no. <laughs> no, 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 really? <laughs> no, I also too haven't slept with the same amount of people as you have, um, and I you can you can do with that information, uh, audience, as you would like. But um, why did that have to come back to be an attack at me? That wasn't an attack. It's only an attack if you thought it was personal.
3: Was it personal, Lauren?
2: No, 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 no. Just is your number Lauren's higher?
3: Lauren's voice gets really high when she
2: <laughs> lies. <laughs> of, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, if you want to know if I'm lying, it's guys. They,
3: I've <laughs> had more. I've had more sexual partners than Lauren. There's a fact.
2: That's a fact. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm so saying. Anyway,
3: back to my question to you. Have right. you been able to become friends with anyone you've up with?
2: No, but I just don't think I've ever had the opportunity to make that happen because like uh, it's been like relationship sex and then like super random person that I saw two or three times and never saw again sex. Like Got I've it. never had anything in between where I like would run into them over and over again. And that's partially due to moving cities at some point as well um, is that I left people in uh, another country, literally, (laughs) but I, I am such like, I don't know, this is going to sound so like, I literally hate that I'm going to say this, but like, I feel like I'm not like, I don't want to say empath, but, but like, I take on people's energies really easily. And I can like read when someone's mood changes immediately. And I kind of absorb that. And so like, if I'm feeling weird about potentially having slept with someone just say six months ago Uh and I start overthinking that they're feeling weird about it as well, or like even just knowing that we at one point had sexual chemistry, like I don't think that I could make that energy between two people go away.
3: Okay, so I'm gonna ask you a, a, there's no right or wrong answer to this question, but I know that that's your, your truth and a fact for you.
2: Okay, I'm scared.
3: Do you think that's the same case, honestly, for me?
2: Like the rational side of me wants to say yes, but like the girlfriend side is like, bring a bitch that you slept with around here, and I will, I will uh, kill. This was
3: not I my. Kill. This was not. That was not <laughs> going to be the next step here.
2: Okay. Well, um, I think. This is my exit for every answer. Situational. Are you kidding? Um. Okay. Well,
3: you might as well run I for mean, office with the amount of politics in your this podcast. <laughs> Give people the answer. We're honest. I, with them. We are honest I'm with these people. I'm thinking.
2: I'm thinking. I know. I know. I have knee sweat. Like that's how honest I am. Is that like I have knee
3: sweat sitting downstairs?
2: Yeah, that's true. Um. Okay. Let me think about this. Some people see. I think it's just too hard because I'm your girlfriend. I have a fun story to tell. So one time, this is like kind of unrelated, but this is just an example of me wanting to kill a bitch. And I'm not a jealous person. Like I I really am not, but there's just like, I you're, get. You're... <laughs> I, uh... Okay, wait, 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 wait. I'm not a crazy jealous girlfriend. Like I'm not stereotypical, like text me at all times. Like, you know what I mean? Like that kind of like I'm going to do crazy. what you did to me.
3: I'm going to do what you did to me. Okay. Who's more jealous? Me or you? This is not a hard question.
2: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Can I? Can I? I wait, wait! Can I tell people what you said after last week? Last week's podcast.
3: What did I say? Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. No. Definitely.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um. I think that we are the same amount of territorial and protective. Bullshit. But not controlling.
3: No, you're more territorial than I am. I don't I know. Would, no, because I would love. I I would absolutely enjoy uh-huh. watching you. Mingle and social in a like be social in a room with every guy you've ever slept with, but
2: that's because you know that I'm awkward and I would die in that situation. That'd be entertaining for okay. everyone, it'd be
3: funny. Like, I know, I, I know it'd like, be funny, right?
2: And also, torture like, that's so it'd mean. Be funny. <laughs> no, it would be torture no, you don't even <laughs> you. <laughs> in a room with all the women that you've ever slept with.
3: Me- you know what I'd do. Hey, Jeremy, nice to meet you. It, it's Samantha, you fucking asshole.
2: Oh my uh-huh. god, that's the second time we've used Samantha in the podcast. People with the name Samantha are like really stressed right now at home. Choose a new, choose a new, uh, basic. It's
3: Amy, dickhead. Yeah, there
2: you go. There you go. I don't
3: give a with the Amy.
2: Okay, well, good to know. Yeah. Um, I yeah. So I want to be very clear that I'm not controlling. Neither of us are controlling. Like that jealousy component, we absolutely do not have, but uh-huh. definitely territory. Wait, okay. So this story that I want to tell. I
3: really need you to answer the question before we go to the story. No,
2: I want to answer the story. In... What? I forget the question already. What's the question? Who's more jealous? Oh. Uh, I don't like the word jealous though because that gives like uh like the the connotation of like controlling and like that's not the right word. Who's more territorial, me? Thank you. I will kill a bitch. Yes. (laughs) Make eyes at my man and I will come for you. You're
3: way (laughs) more jealous.
2: Um. So this bitch at Coachella last year. Ooh, ooh! i'm mad just thinking about it and like i just want to be very clear like, i'm not actually mad like it's such a funny story and we've told so many people because it is a funny story so we're in line at coachella to get food which is like it, it's like a, it's like a 45 minute situation where it's you're processed. in line to get like two shitty chicken tenders and some like cold fries. For $35. For $35. And we're, so we're waiting in line, hanging out um with our group of friends. And I mean, we've been staying there for like 20 minutes. So it's like, everyone's just kind of standing there. It's like, we've, we're tired. We've chatted all day. Like we've, we've been hanging out. right And I turn around and Jeremy's talking to some girl and I'm like, mm, whatever. And, uh I, you should play out this out of the conversation because I wasn't involved in this part.
3: I was, she came up to me. Mm-hmm. I saw like we were like in line at the same parallel spot or whatever. Maybe she was like leaving or whatever, and she's like, "Jeremy," I'm like, "Oh my god, how are you?" Fuck, and we'll
2: call her Sarah.
3: This is Sarah, and Sarah comes up. Oh my god, Jeremy. Hey, how are you? And like nice, like super sweet, nice whatever, and. Like, we, like, talk, but, like, I'm really trying to move on from this conversation. I'm just, like, I would like to not have to introduce them. I really would. And, and, and not, when he
2: says them, he means Sarah and I. Right, yeah.
3: <laughs> and it just, it, it, it's it been too long. I've been talking too long, and I have to, hey, yeah, hi, Sarah. This is um my girlfriend Lauren, Lauren Sarah. And she goes, oh, nice to meet you, hi. And immediately turns to me, blocks off Lauren and goes, so, like, are you seeing anyone? And I could feel... <laughs> I could feel Lauren's (laughs) fucking laser daggers, daggers, just daggers into my fucking neck. I was like, "Yeah, I really am." It's right there. Okay. Anyway, no, um, the daggers were
2: not you. I want to be very clear. Daggers, like
3: I could feel the the side beams.
2: Girls supporting girls, not the energy. Not the energy. I mean,
3: like, I just like I. This is my girlfriend, Lauren. Okay, great, Anne. So, like, are you? She literally like
2: it? chose to omit that information. Just it. Yeah, just just one in one ear and out the other. We're gonna
3: assume that there was some audio issues. or oh, something no, 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 going no. on. No,
2: we shook hands. We shook hands. Like there was there was there was a. Not to mention, full... when's the last time
3: you shook hands with anybody?
2: Oh my god, yeah. What is shaking hands anymore? Right. <laughs> oh my god.
3: Anyway, that was up there with one of the more awkward but funny.
2: But fun doesn't I mean that that story is so funny because like I was. I don't know if I've, that's one of my top three territorial moments of my entire life. Just because of the audacity that this Coachella bitch had. Oh my God.
3: <laughs> I mean, I feel like I would have enjoyed the opposite situation of that way more.
2: But see, like, I feel as if it would have been more enjoyable had I still been a part of the conversation because you introduced us and I was like, yeah, fuck this, like, I don't want to be a part of this conversation. So I turned around, right? but I should, that was the biggest mistake of my life. I should have stayed in that conversation so she could have said that. And I could have been like, bah.
3: Lauren's fascination and obsession. No, 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 no,
2: no, 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 no. We're no, we're not encouraging violence. We're not encouraging violence. But I would, I would have really enjoyed that encounter, and I'm not entirely sure what the outcome would have been. I don't know how many drinks I'd had at that point, Um, but I'm sure it would have been entertaining. It was number between
3: one and two at any point in time.
2: I mean, drinks are just so hard to get at Coachella. It just takes forever. So realistically, I don't even know.
0: This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg.
3: something that not to change um, directions and tangents from what we just did but uh, I'm glad that we decided and everyone can be in the audience can decide who they think is a little more jealous but <clears throat> something that I think is interesting and plays a role in all this shit I think I just heard Moose fart
2: no I it was my my throat um literally like swallowing but not swallowing it was like a weird I don't I'm not entirely sure what happened
3: <laughs> don't cut this part anyway <laughs> Something that is interesting that I think is is so indicative of like our upbringings and where we're at today and like how we live and work, friend dynamics.
2: I have a question that I need to ask you really quickly before we move on to this topic. Have you ever gone through a girlfriend's phone? Yeah. You have, oh, yeah. Yeah. oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God, before the time of like face ID and thumb unlock. Yeah. Oh my God, tell me everything. What did you find? Also, why did you go through the phone? What were you looking for? Like, did you have evidence to be like, the only?
3: Ooh. The only time I've gone through a girlfriend's phone uh-huh. is because I had a weird feeling. Yeah. And I was 100% correct.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. I just feel like that'd be the worst feeling ever. I, I haven't had that experience, but I've had yeah. friends who have, and then they... Be, oh, so it, it's so shitty because I feel like um, for my one friend who had it happen in high school, she had gone through her boyfriend's phone and obviously he's in the wrong more because right. he's cheating. But it's like she did something that's you know uh, quote unquote wrong to find out, and so they have something to use against you when you're like you're are you cheating on me?
3: Yeah, but the, uh, here's the issue. This is this is how that that person gets caught up because when I found that out, yeah, um, I don't like know how long like, I waited before I was like address the issue, right? But I was like, I want to be very very clear. I did this, right? I saw this, yeah. And we need to discuss this right. as opposed to being like.
2: Discuss. To use the word discuss, I'd be like, get your shit and get out.
3: Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the point is.
2: That's so nice. God,
3: I, the, the times that I'm nice. No, but <laughs> I think there's a difference between that and the person who's like, so um, is there anything you wanted to tell me? And this, oh, and that, oh and yeah. And like, I think that people get so caught up in the dramatic flair of like, I want them to admit it. Well, they didn't mm-hmm. admit it. So that's why I'm breaking it. No, nah, you're just playing games. What yeah. you need to do is discuss the fact that, like, one, you thought there wasn't a reason to trust. Two, you looked at it. You're correct. And mm-hmm. then three, how do you fucking get through either that or button that thing up and say, best of luck? <sighs> because I also think there's a problem if you're looking through somebody's shit and there's nothing there. And to the point where, like, if you have to look, like, I know your path, I mean, we know every. You have all of my passwords. You know uh-huh, what I mean? You're uh-huh. not snooping through my shit. You got my shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it. There's no snooping here. No. Because you you've had my fucking GPS location since our date <laughs> since
2: day, day two since day two because <laughs> I got
3: lost in the neighborhood and like we share every password and yeah. we have like a yeah, a, yeah like a it, joint password right thing. yeah. So I'm not talking about that level of like oh I we use the same devices and mm-hmm. I saw this shit. I'm talking about you. You felt like you needed to go out and fucking snoop and yeah. you either found something or equally as bad, you didn't find something mm-hmm. and it's like, well, you need to look inward.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that's tough. Okay, anyways, uh, carry on with um, uh, friend dynamic. Yeah, I-
3: so like, okay, friend dynamics. I think that it is like listening to you and the way that you describe your friends and the way that like you are very close to your friends. Mm-hmm. And I think that like being in LA, we've got a couple tiers of friendships. For sure. And I don't think that's necessarily because we feel like we need to appease lots of people. I think it's one of those things where you know that working in an industry where there's so much bullshit, Mm -hmm. it's just like, you gotta constantly weed people out.
2: Oh my God, yeah. I also just feel like too, when you get older, you value the time that you have to spend with others so much more, so much more. Like, I feel like when I was in high school, I would just do things to do things and like be out. And I didn't really care who I was with. Like, obviously I had like my closest friends, but like, I just wanted to be busy and like hanging out and like doing things. But now I just feel like time is so much more valuable. That makes me seem like I'm like taking like towards my death or something. But like, <laughs> I just feel like, I don't know, like you value your close friends and I just feel like I don't have time to like hang out with shitty people or fake people and fake friendships. Not to say that I don't have like acquaintances that I see at events and are friendly with and like we're totally good. And like if they asked me to get coffee, I'd be down. But like, I feel like- You don't even like- drink coffee. I drink very diluted coffee with um, soy or oat milk. Like If
3: I asked you to get coffee, I'm not even sure you'd say yes.
2: <laughs> that's that's not true. Okay. That's not true. A skinny even on a latte made with soy milk
3: mm-hmm.
2: and light ice. I think,
3: and, and this is oddly deep again, so apologies. I think that the older I get, the more I am precious with time in every aspect. Like when, sure. I, when I was a kid, I didn't think about how much time something would take me. It was like, oh, what does this pay? Or what is the outcome? What is this this and that? Mm It didn't matter how much time it took. Oh, I want to do that. I want to earn this check. I want to do this. Whereas now it's like, it's not to say the outcome, the ending isn't important, but like, what's it gonna take to get there?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, time is like different as you get older, I feel like. And that's something that you learn as you age.
3: But we have, although like more time than ever, I think when you're like, in four years of high school or four years of college, it feels like eternity, yet it's flying by all at the same time.
2: Oh my God, okay. High school felt like 19 years. Like high yeah. school felt literally never ending. And then college went by just like in a snap. Like it went right. by so fast. And then I think of like, I've been out of college for six years now, university or whatever. And that's gone by even faster. Like yeah. time just keeps speeding up. Like some days, obviously it feels like time is literally not moving. Do you, are, are you yeah, I just wanna like, just-
3: my legs sweating against this ladder okay, over here. I mean
2: that's what you would th- yeah. a five inch also inseam, you know? I'm
3: trying to not just have balls in the camera.
2: Yeah, don't put balls in the camera. That's that's how you get demonetized and we would like to pay back these uh camera debts. Um so anyways, uh balls, camera debts. Where was I? don't dare cut that. <laughs> um time is very valuable. I value my friends. Uh I think a lot. I feel like I feel like I get so many questions about like, does LA actually have all these fake people? And I think the answer is that there's fake people in every city and no matter how small your town is, you can find ingenuous people no matter where you go. I think LA- Disingenuous. What did I say?
3: Ingenuous? Is that
2: a word? No. Fact check us? I don't think it is. Disingenuous sounds right. Okay, that's what I meant. Um, But I think you can find fake people everywhere. There there probably is a higher amount of fake people um, in LA just because like our industry is so superficial.
3: Uh, yeah, I also think that there's just higher like stakes in a lot of different verticals and people feel like they need to pretend that they're more than they are to get there. Whereas totally. that's not necessarily the case in accounting in
2: Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We went we two different routes there. Accounting. Accounting. Yeah. No, but it's true. Like people, especially in like the influencer side of things, like love knowing everyone. And like that the thought of that just stresses me out. Like as a partial introvert, like that just makes me sweaty thinking about that.
3: Well also when you realize you have nothing in common with that person behind their cell phone you just use the same filters. I am um, I'm going to push back on one of the answers you just gave. Uh, I got to be honest. Okay. You you didn't um you said something about You
2: I hated that noise that you just made.
3: <laughs> you said something about okay. You said something about um doing things because you felt like you had to or like in high school. Like, yeah, or like like, oh, it's Friday, so I like, will go out. It's yeah, yeah. I think there's still a few friendships and relationships and things that you feel indebted to.
2: Okay. Um, yes, definitely confirming that. But I also want to say that pre COVID, there were definitely some things that I did because I felt like I had to, because my group of friends, uh wanted to, or because it felt like there was pressure on like social media to also participate in whatever that like outing was or something. And I feel like honestly, like the pandemic happening made me be like, I feel like I'm never going to see that person again because I don't have to. Like I could just choose to not do that. And you always give me shit when I like am dreading doing something. You're like, you're 27. Like you don't. You get to make your own decisions. You don't have to do this. And I'm like, yeah, but like, but like, I should. But like, I don't. I don't want to. But the like- best part
3: about living in your own house and paying your own rent uh, and doing everything is you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. I know. I know. Like when you are in junior high and high school, and your parents say, "We're gonna go to." Aunt Kathy's house. Oh, my God. I was this. thinking
2: Aunt Kathy in my head, too. Shut up. I don't uh, even have an Aunt Kathy. Let's get married. Oh, my God. Um,
3: <laughs> No, but like you, you, you just kind of have to. Right. And like that's yeah. the best part of being a grown up. And for me, my friends, the people that I actually really, really fuck with, mm. they get that. Like, yeah, it, it's not to say that, like, to me just short of you making plans with one other person and them changing their schedule, mm-hmm. if a group of people, there's a thing or that or whatever, you should be able to communicate at some point in time in advance, not like the second of, but like, yo, you know what? Uh, shit day. Uh, wasn't the day. Let's kick it again sometime next week. Um, wish I could be there. It's not gonna work tonight. And they need to be able to go for sure.
2: Yeah. I mean, I feel like, I feel like uh, the people that I consider my actual friends are absolutely like that. And um, I feel like the most classic thing ever, and I don't know if it's just the city, because I feel like people did this in Toronto too, is like the fake making of plans yeah. being like, Oh my god like we should totally get coffee sometime like yes absolutely down oh my gosh i'm so excited like have you been to alfred like they have the cutest matcha latte we can take instagram photos but then you never actually pick a day and it's like you're both making good on obviously showing interest but like no one actually pulls the trig on like wanting to pick a day and pick a time so like you're just like
3: Rewind, uh, did you just um, abbreviate trigger to trig?
2: Yeah, pull the trig.
3: Ooh, okay. You uh, know who I actually
2: think I got that from is Remy because when she, she's really, really good at- Shout out pretty basic. Shout out pretty basic. Not
3: the ba- no, our shout out.
2: Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> pretty basic, uh, can we get some shout outs over yeah, right. here? <laughs> no, but like Rem is so, I think I got that from her. Cause so I think she says pull the trig when she wants to, um, when she's like too drunk. Got it. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah. Uh, what a nice light to put her in. Right. Anyway. Uh, I'm like
2: queen, what do you mean? Queen of pulling the trig. <laughs>
3: I just, um, and I, what my favorite part about being in L.A. is that every once in a while when I, I say no to something.
2: Yeah.
3: You know, like, oh, we should like do this. No, I don't like, oh, hiking. Hiking's the perfect fucking oh example. Oh
2: my God. Every Dare single me? person
3: in the city is fucking obsessed with okay. walking up hills. It hey, it's no fucking it's sense. It's a
2: great workout and the views are incredible and it's dog friendly, literally what is not to like. You were complaining about your jawline the other day. This is how you could get your jawline back as hiking and Moose also gets exercise. Maybe De Moose could find his jawline too, you know?
3: Did you just out me that I'm not happy with the way that my body and facial structure looks like to everybody? Well, welcome to my fitness journey. Don't keep me accountable. <laughs> Anyway, I just, uh, I'm, I'm not in. I'm there, there are a thousand things that I'd like to do with friends. I guess when I'm like, hanging out with friends, yeah. it's not to say I don't like an activity. Walking up and down a hill in the sun doesn't seem like my cup of fucking tea. It and doesn't so have to be your cup my, of tea. Or, well, I know, but my favorite part is when someone's like, oh my God, like we should like go on a hike. And I'm like, no. And, I they look at me. I think because I'm just like
2: okay, no, no, no. But I feel like where thing where things go wrong is your delivery. You're not like oh, you know what? I don't really fuck with hiking. Like, how about we do this instead? Like, you just you just straight up start with nah. And they're like,
3: (laughs) I don't like hiking. No, a lot of not even that. A lot of them are like, yeah, I know. It's like, what do you guys usually hike? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't hike.
2: No, yeah, but like, I I just feel like the delivery. If someone doesn't know your humor,
3: is like, and I don't want to walk up a hill with them if they don't know my humor. I'd rather just fucking be alone.
2: I that this is what twenty-eight looks like. Yeah. This is what twenty eight
3: <laughs> looks if, like and like I'd like to consult to like to consider myself a relatively social person, but yeah. like I don't need the I don't need to walk up hills with people I've met two Dave, times
2: Babe, hiking's not your cup of tea. That's okay. It's okay. It's it's okay. Moose and I have so many hiking buddies that we we scratch that itch with other friends and other dog buddies, and it's totally fine. I
3: thoroughly enjoy a good sit, nice glass of whiskey, some music, pupo, or go to a bar. Windows open up again.
2: Yeah, what's a bar? I was yeah. going to say, what is
3: that? Or place a <laughs> Monopoly deal. It doesn't have to have alcohol, but like, I don't want to walk up a hill.
2: Yeah, no, no, that, that's that, that's totally fine. Um,
3: so uh, the, the question was, don't you feel like there are some friendships where you are beholden to what it was? Yes. Okay.
2: Yes. And I feel like that can happen when... Uh, in a few different scenarios. And like, these are just the ones that I've experienced is that one, you've been friends for a really long time and you feel like history has to hold you together. And that time that the time that you've spent in like growing up together and maybe like you grew up next to each other and you went to your first dance together, whatever it is, you know what this I mean? This is like,
3: the difference between guys and women right here.
2: Oh my God. I don't know, but this is welcome to my brain. It's very no. stressful in here. Ye- <laughs>
3: I had no idea how much you're just thinking about all of the possible scenarios and outcomes that haven't happened. Do you see what happen? I have
2: to nap every day? Totally. My brain is on overdrive all day from the moment I wake up. So, OK, going back to my point, I feel like there's time that can hold friendships together. And you feel like because you've been through so much and you've been friends for so long, like you should continue that friendship, even though I think the reality is, is that there's so many friends that not that you like outgrow the friendship you just grow up and become totally different people and if you're not compatible anymore as friends I think that's totally okay and something that's very natural in like your progression of how friendships go as you get older
3: Uh, yeah I I completely disagree I don't think that true friendships ones that are genuine and have value on both sides should feel like homework. I think, no,
2: I totally agree. I just feel like I have become trapped into some of those friendships because as we have now let it identified, let it, let it go, let it go. But like
3: all of my, what I love about my high school and college friends mm-hmm. is not the conversations that we have on any of my day-to-day life. It's very much a, when I see you, We'll be good friends again, and that night, that you know, that weekend when we go back for a wedding, or if there's mm-hmm. this or that, we just fall back in, and it's like there's, it's like no time has passed. Absolutely. And I want to hear about what's happened, but the the friendship and the value that I have with that person is because we get to share experiences together. Right. I'm just not someone who derives a ton of pleasure from like texting or like FaceTiming a hundred people from my past to keep up with everybody. Yeah. I'm moving on. They're moving on. When I see them, because it will happen again one day when it's supposed to, we'll talk about it then.
2: Yeah, I mean, my good friends, I feel like like my good friends from like Canada and like high school and college, it's the same thing. It's like, you know, we might not talk every single day. And I would say that like, I'm definitely a bigger texter and communicator digitally than you are with yeah. friends. I've got
3: to the point where I just like, hey, uh, let's hang out, text my girlfriend.
2: Literally, oh my God, I feel like I'm like your assistant for making social plans on behalf of us as a couple. Yeah. And even honestly, like my new
3: friends, I'll be like, hey, yeah, you know, like my friends that you've you met. Yes. Yeah, like, yes. yeah, yeah, just text us both. Yes, well, yes, yes. Because we're gonna hang out all together, we are.
2: Honestly, I would rather just do it. I would rather just do it. It's it's more organized that way. Yeah, I mean, I totally agree. I think that like I love nothing more than FaceTiming my best friend from high school, you know, for two hours once every other month. You know what I mean? We do like a catch up session. And, like, if something crazy from our small hometown happens, like, I might get a text from her to be like, yo, guess what happened or something. You know what I mean? And we still feel connected Mm -hmm. and are still connected with our past, obviously, of everything that we've been through together. But we have the same expectations and are on the same paths of like growing up and doing our own things and going in and out of relationships and like hitting life milestones. And I feel like those are the healthiest ones when it feels low pressure. You're not like stressed about the expectations because I feel like that can get really, really toxic.
3: I mean, I think that's the my my favorite part about social media is not for the daily shit. It's like, oh shit, that dumbass got a has a baby, and text him and be like, yo, you have a human life that relies on you. Wow, that kid's fucked. Like that's fun. Oh
2: my god. I mean. <laughs>
3: Any guy can relate to the fact that like anyone that you went to high school with, right? Like, no one screams, "What a good father Jimmy will be!"
2: Right, right. When you're when you're 17, yeah. no. Yeah. So
3: it's just like it's fun. Like that, that's the thing that I think is 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 healthy, and I think it's okay to grow out of relationships. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's not to say that like it ends. It's just like and that's it. Like I said, like if I see you when I see you, it'll be good. And if I don't.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just hard when like, if there's a friend that's holding on more than the other, or there's an right. imbalance, you know what I mean? It's like that, that can get tricky for sure, but- If
3: there's a friend that is holding on or has more imbalance, then there almost needs to be closure to a degree on the old part of the relationship to move on. I get that.
2: Yeah, I mean, yeah, tough territory for sure. Um, again, situational. What's
3: great about <laughs> this is that I know that you have no um, issue keeping in touch with anyone you've ever hooked up with because it's not possible for you to be friends.
2: You're welcome for that. You are absolutely welcome. All my generous lovers in the past. You know, um, for a
3: full on fact, if you were on FaceTime yeah. with some dude that you had hooked up with in the past, you yeah. know, I would come downstairs and like,
2: ain't that the dude you used to hook up with? Hey, Robbie. I've never hooked up with a Robbie, but um, yeah, also, but just, I like, just wouldn't be FaceTiming with the dude that I've hooked up with.
3: But you know, that's my approach to it. That'd be funny.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. My approach would be um, her line would just go silent while you guys are FaceTiming. You wouldn't know why, but it was actually like low-key me um, through um, a chain of other things. Yeah. What? Oh,
3: yeah. got it. Okay, got it. Okay. I think I have a way to to sum all this shit up, right? About friendships and, and okay. exes and hookups as we typically do. Okay. Uh, somehow we found a way to weave sex in once again. <laughs> um, do you think I would be friends? Uh-huh. With any of your exes. Uh huh. On the basis that I didn't know that you ever dated.
2: Um No. Everyone that I have dated is incredibly different. Like so worlds apart different. Um, like I've really sampled uh the <laughs> the platter of different personality and just
3: a rainbow of people. generous lovers. <laughs>
2: We're never gonna drop this, guys. Oh my god, this one is sticking around for a long time, and I am so sorry. <laughs> Rojibiv
3: of Felatio. Um,
2: uh, oh my god, uh, Fellatio. What a gross word. <laughs> um, Mom, no, Mom, I did, yeah, y- Donna, y- y- please. This isn't for you. No, 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 Donna, no. Um, okay, so you don't think so? No, I don't think so. I think there's people like if you were put in a room with them that you could have a good conversation, but I don't think that- happens,
3: that That happens once every other month. Yeah,
2: but I don't think you'd been like, you would have been like, oh my God, damn, like I connected with that dude so hard. Like I can't wait to grab a beer with them. You know what I mean? Like there's no one that I think that you would be like friend attracted to. Like, you know, like you meet someone you're like a friend boner, a friend boner. Yeah, no, that doesn't exist. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Oh my god, no, you know who I had a friend boner for? Um, Zach Corn Diddy's girlfriend, Maggie. When I met Maggie, I and I told Maggie this. I told Maggie the other day, I was like, because she on her podcast, uh, you can sit with us, um, which is one of my faves. They were talking about like making friends when you're older, and I had an absolute friend boner for Maggie, and I was like, You are the sweetest human I've ever met, and I want to be friends with you. Um,
3: okay, so. Oh, it's a no-go.
2: It's it's a no. It's a no. Do you do you feel as if there would be I mean, I just got such a range to choose from. I'm sure there's someone in there that I could be friends with. Why does everything have
3: to be so pointed <laughs> and negative? You
2: it's just like a fun thing that it, I mean, it's like generous lovers, babe. It's 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 my generous lovers for you. Okay. So deal with it.
3: Uh yeah. I, I do think you would be friends with at least one. Uh, no, 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 at least two.
2: Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: My like Serious high school girlfriend and okay. one, one of the girls that did it in college. Okay. And I think the other ones you'd fucking hate. Okay. And if you even had a, a, a whiff, a, a thought, a, a, just a, a, a moment's hesitation that uh-huh. they might have known me at one point in time, yeah. you wouldn't want Dead. to be in the same zip code. Yeah. Dead.
2: Yeah. Okay. Just fuck. All right. All right. Well, <laughs> on that uh, positive note, um, maybe now's a great time to stop, drop, roll, rate the podcast, subscribe, and download on your uh, podcast platform of mm-hmm. choice.
3: Please do, like comment below if you're a Spotify or an Apple person.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Let us know what platform you prefer. Um, it and, it helps us for science.
3: And, yeah. And starting next week or week after kind of thing. Um, we really like to maybe incorporate some of more of those themes that you suggested that you'd like us to talk about. Huh take some of the things people ask us to talk about and fucking talk
2: about Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So if there's any specific that you want us to discuss and share our perspectives on um, to chat about, I texted I texted my um, like public phone number and asked you guys what you want to hear on the pod. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can text me and let us know. You can drop us a comment if you're on YouTube or uh, tweet, Instagram, all the things. I don't know, find a way to... Uh, just, uh, just, I don't know, hit us up, find a way, we're everywhere, um, and let us know what you want us to discuss. Well said. Cool, 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 cool. Really, uh, yeah, nailed yeah, that yeah. one.
3: <laughs> this has been a, what's the name of this podcast?
2: You sounded like, a uh, Dak Shepard there. Um, okay guys.
3: Welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, wow, All that was, chair expert.
2: wow, that was really good. Thank you. That was really good.
3: it it, it sounds like a guy's voice trying to be like wow
2: no that was impressive okay well shout um, shout
3: out Dax Shepard yeah Um, just giving
2: everyone the pod shout outs today so
3: this has been Armchair Expert thank you guys so much (laughs) we'll see you next week hope
2: you enjoyed it bye
3: (laughs) today's
1: episode is brought to you by Angie